Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stretch run of Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Eight days into March, Danny is out, doesn't have a voice. Hopefully he's back tomorrow. Nats spring training action today. Losers 2-1 to one to the Tigers. Mackenzie Gore yesterday on the hill through three innings for them. Most notable, I'd say, of their performances of the big leaguers over the last couple of days. It was good to see Jackson Rutledge, one of their top pitching prospects, throw a couple of innings of one run, two strikeout ball today. They're closing in on being ready to ramp up for the start of the 2023 season. Capitals off tonight. We talked to Nick Dowd earlier today. If you missed that conversation, make sure you grab the podcast of our Beltway Blitz today at thefandc.com, grantanddanny.com slash audio when I'm done tonight. We'll give away a four-pack of Caps tickets again tomorrow at 4. got to be listening. We're giving those tickets away to a game that is one week from tonight on Wednesday against the Sabres. If you want those, you better listen. Caps back in action at home against the Devils tomorrow. Uh, the Wizards who won by two points against the Detroit Pistons last night on a buzzer beater from Daniel Gafford. 7 p.m. tip against the Atlanta Hawks at Capital One Arena tonight. They've got Atlanta this evening, and then they play them again on Friday, the old double dip. They've done this twice here this past week, where they're doing the, used to be a home-and-home, and and now it's just a stay-in-one-city-and-play-twice. I don't know what we call, it can't be called a home-and-home. For the Wizards, it's a home-and-home. But it's just a two-game series. I guess we'll call it that. Basically, yeah. And it's a big, big series because Atlanta's ahead of them. So it would be nice for them to try to jump them because they want to be in the play-in instead of having a top-five draft pick. 32-33 and 33 Atlanta, 31-34 and 34 Wizards. Come on, Wizards! Pepco Energy 3! Those are, those are good old days. That's Gilbert Arena style. But, uh, yeah, they, they got a big couple games here against Atlanta. You take both, you're in much better spot, no doubt about that. We are talking commanders, though, and we just kind of stumbled into this. We had a caller last hour. We were discussing something else who said he'd actually rather have Sam Howell keep the picks, keep the money, spend elsewhere over going and getting Lamar Jackson. And I, I just find that interesting because I think that the average passerby, like I always think about someone might be listening on the Odyssey app, which you can listen to us for free anywhere you are in the country. Download that Odyssey app. Take us with you. Crystal clear. Awesome way to listen to the show. But I hop around to other markets when there's news. If something's going on in Boston or New York or Philly, I'll, I'll jump in middle of the day and I'll, I'll pick up a segment or something just to gauge the reaction of a fan base. 
And I always think about, like, what would someone in New York or Texas or California or something think if they heard that? And just as a headline, Commander's fan would prefer Sam Howell to Lamar Jackson. Like, that's hilarious, right? I mean, that's a funny thing. That's an outrageous and a preposterous thing. But it is way more complicated. My guy Barstool Nate has been going ham sandwich today. I got to text him tonight and talk him off the ledge. I mean, he just can't fathom the idea that any fan of this team would be hesitant about acquiring Lamar Jackson. And for the record, I don't even want to get into the idea of whether they should or whether they will. They're not going to. They're not a player for Lamar based on everything I've heard. And and that's not going to change. But But I guess my point is, I agree with that guy. Now, if you told me I could get Patrick Mahomes at the, the contract that Lamar Jackson wants, of course, Sam Howell, it's been fun, but see ya. There's a barbershop and a, and a steakhouse I want you to visit on your way out. But that's not what we're talking about. If I could get Joe Burrow, if I could get Josh Allen, you know, one of the, the big three in the NFL, basically in that group where we thought maybe Lamar would reside after the 2019 season. Yeah, sure, $50 million guaranteed every year, next five years. Patrick Mahomes, come on down. Lamar is not on that level, in my opinion. And the, the Lamar Jackson 2019 season was so unbelievable. We were just talking about the commanders being unable to shake the perception of them from 20 years ago. I think we still talk about that the player as if that season is the norm or what he is. And with all due respect to a unbelievably good player, a top 10 quarterback in this league, I believe, it has not been anything like 2019 since. His rushing attempts have gone down each of the last three seasons since on a staircase. From the MVP year to now, down every year. His rushing yards, down every year. His touchdowns, almost on a staircase, down just about every season, from 36 to 26, 16 and 17 the last two years. His touchdown percentage, down from 9 to 7 to 4 to around 5, kind of idle the last two seasons. You can make the case he was a hair better this year than he was last year. But the rating was 113, 99, 87, 91, and I'm not a big rating guy. QBR, whatever you want to use, 83 to 67 to 51, the trend has been down. Two straight years, he didn't finish the season. Now, it's going to sound like I am out on Lamar. I think there's a lot of teams that should be vying for him. I, I think he should start somewhere. I believe if he stays healthy and you're able to guarantee that he played 17 games next year, you probably, if he brings, if you bring him in and you're a decent team, you could go 10 and 7, 11 and 6 right away. If you're a pretty good team, you could go 12 and, you know, the Jets bring him in, they could go 12 and 5, 13 and 4. I do believe that. But keeping him healthy, I think, is a big risk. I think that the trend over the last few years is not great. I've got some questions on how the, the second half of last year went. And you guys can choose not to care about why the Ravens don't want to pay him if you want to or what's going on with that relationship where he and John Harbaugh were so close for so long and maybe still are, I don't know. But if the commanders do something, I always kind of think, well, maybe they screwed it up. If the Browns... You know, the Jaguars, like these 
Ham and Egger 9 to 5 operations, right? Do something that doesn't make a lot of sense. You go, ah, maybe they just don't know what they're doing. I put the Ravens in the know what they're doing bucket. To me, Baltimore gets the benefit of the doubt, like I give to Green Bay or I don't know if New England even belongs there anymore after the last couple of years. But you know, for a long time, the, the Patriots, those types of hallmark organizations. So I just, I think the amount of money we're talking about that only Watson has in the league, this guaranteed cash that means that the cap number's massive and can't be manipulated year in and year out for four or five years for a player that's been off injured over the last couple of seasons. I'll stop short of saying injury prone. I don't know if that's true or fair, but he has been hurt as the year's gone on the last two seasons, whose best football was four years ago, who has played, I'd say, good football over the last three years. Pretty good. Not special. Not top five in the league. Fine. You know, his numbers compare favorably to guys in the you know 9 to 13 range at the position probably overall when you combine yards and touchdowns and things. It's been fine. 2019 was a while ago. So if I can get Lamar Jackson on the Daniel Jones contract, sign me up. He's going to get more. He deserves more, by the way. I'm not as interested. But you know, you, you want to sign him to the Derek Carr deal? <laughs> Let's go. Pick him up. He's a former MVP. He's going to get more than that. He deserves more than that. I get less interested now. I was tweeting with a guy, and again, I'm at Grant H. Paulson on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram as well, at Grant H. Paulson. And we were having this back and forth. He was making good points. But at one point, he said something like, uh, he quoted me. Like, I, I had said, Lamar Jackson's a star. Teams should want him. And he's like, you said teams should want him. Now you're saying, you know, you wouldn't pay him that money. Correct. It's very simple. Listen, listen very closely. I would want Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. I'm not giving Lamar Jackson the contract he wants. See how that went? I want to go out with my boys on Saturday night and come home at 5 in the morning. I'm not going to. I got a job. I got kids and a wife. I got a dog that needs walking. I want to go to Vegas next month. Probably not going to be able to. It's not in the budget. Both are true. Everyone should want to add a talent like Lamar Jackson, but at the cost, now you got some decisions to make. And if I can be under 1% of my cap for a guy that I think is actually going to play, you know, admirable football, you were a 500-ish team with Heineke. I think Hal will be better than Heineke. I think he's a... A better passer, bigger arm, more athletic, more mobile. I think he does everything a little bit better than Heineke. You've been really frisky with Heineke. So I'm thinking you can be 9-8, and 10-7 and seven type team maybe with Sam Howell a couple years from now. If I'm wrong and he stinks, okay, start over. No problem. But the, the, there's just so much risk when you give out a contract like that, and there's a reason only the Browns, who I don't even count as a real NFL team most of the time, have ever done it. Let's go to Tommy in Richmond on Grant and Danny. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Grant. First off, thanks for having me on, man. Love the show. Listen every day. Uh, you guys are awesome. Appreciate you. Um, but you got me You got me fired up with both of these questions already today, man. And I'll start with uh, who I would stick with. And I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm riding with Hal. And here's why. I think he got a bad break uh, in the draft. The dude was an absolute monster in North Carolina. Set records. 
all his weapons leave and he has a bad year, right? Which is almost indicative of what's going, what could happen here in D.C. You know, he has a lot of weapons around him right now. We have him on a rookie deal. If you check history, check Russ, um, a lot of the, the other primetime quarterbacks that on their rookie deal ascended because they put a roster together. And then what happened after they paid him? Mahomes is the one exception, right? But he's starting to lose some of those pieces. His receivers, Orlando Brown's now on the block. So you run that risk by signing that big contract. But, you know, I think just to, to circle back around to the first question, why does the national media keep coming back at us? Well, it makes too much sense, man. We've got one quarterback on the roster, and he's unproven, right? And if you look at what's happened in, historically, even under Ron Rivera, the guy talks out of both sides of his mouth, and our, our leadership team has, right? So that's what they know. It makes sense as an idea, but on paper, we'd have to lose far too many pieces and free up far too much cap room to make a guarantee contract like this work. And uh, it just doesn't make sense to uh, to jump to that before we've even had a couple years on a rookie deal, man. But So it's a really good call, and you make a lot of good points. And I think it is true, too, that Rivera has said a lot of things and kind of done differently uh, and acted differently, which I'm not knocking him for. That's what coaches do. I covered Mike Shanahan on the beat every uh, day for four years, and he would say something at the podium. He'd walk off the podium. I'd see him in the hallway, or he'd call me over five minutes later, and he'd say, hey, I'm you were right. You know, what I said at the podium isn't really true. Uh, here's what I think about that. I mean, that, that's what coaches do. So that that's a good point. Like you, In the same way that I said at the outset of the show, the Dolphins publicly leaking yesterday, they're not interested in Lamar Jackson, doesn't mean they're actually not interested in Lamar Jackson. Because I think post-draft, when they're allowed to get in the mix, they will. You could say the same thing about Rivera. He can tell anybody he wants to that they don't want to go after Lamar. That doesn't mean they won't. I think that's fair. It can't be one and not the other. So I think that's a good argument. Larry in Percival, what's up? Hey, my man. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, look, I tell you, number one, let me qualify this. I'm not a Jackson fan. But Why you know, not? That, no. Why not? You have, because I just don't like the fact that he he's missed a lot of time. We really don't know what he's all about. And we're taking another gamble, as we did as we did last year. You're playing, you play, you're playing a hand that may not be had, may not have dealt you. Now here's my my uh, answer to that. Washington has been the burial ground for the last 30 years for those players that we think are going to be all that. And what has happened? Nothing. We have got no results from the fact that they are supposed to be the savior of the franchise. And I think Lamar Jackson falls into that category. I think right now he is an unknown quantity, and he hasn't proven himself for the last four years. And three, three, well, I see what you're saying, three seasons for sure. I mean, four years ago he was the MVP of the league, but I, your point is well taken. And I think that has to be kind of brought up here, right, which is to say that if we were having this discussion in March of 2020, okay, coming off of NFL leader with 36 touchdowns, leader in touchdown percentage, leader in QBR, AP most valuable player, Ravens went 13-2 and in his 15 starts, ran for 3,100 yards and, and rushed for over 1,000. If we were having this conversation, I don't think a single person would say that you shouldn't go get him that you shouldn't move mountains. He's 22 years old. We just saw he's going he's gonna to take the league over. Adjustments have since been made. 
He's missed 30% of their games the last two seasons. Actually, more than that if you count the playoffs, but just from a regular season standpoint. He's missed 30% of their games over the last two years. And over a three-year span, he's been pretty good. I would even make the case in 2020, while it was kind of a shell of the previous season, his numbers were very solid. Uh, that year he had a rating of almost 100, 26 touchdowns and nine picks. It's really mostly been the last two years where he's combined had like 33 touchdowns and 20 picks. And But, but if you look at it, the completion percentage, has uh, com- his MVP year was 66. It's kind of been down around 64 for a couple years. This year was a career low other than his rookie season. But as a starter, uh, 62%. A lot of the arrows have trended down for Lamar Jackson. I don't think at 26 that they don't have any chance of trending back up. I'm quite sure if he gets in the right spot, he could have a monster year. He could win another MVP award. But with all of those things as a reality and a backdrop, now you've got to give him a contract that is borderline unprecedented because it'll be a little better ideally than what Watson got. No, I'm out on that. And I, I think people just can't imagine it's. It's like the idea of I, I live in you know a house that needs a lot of work, and I'm saying no to a mansion. I gotta pay a lot that I don't have for the mansion. I don't just get to get Lamar Jackson. I have to trade two first rounders, no problem. That's a bargain, and then I have to pay an amount of money that's gonna make it really really hard around him. Like everyone says, well the Ravens they need to just go get wide receivers, and it would have been fine. Good luck going and getting really good wide receivers. I'm paying him. I can't pay. Dotson when it comes time. Paying Terry's probably about all I'm going to be able to do. There's no such thing as big money at tight end or maybe at tackle at that point. Like, you start to make some really tough business decisions. Somewhere you're going to pay for it. Tony's in Annadale, home of the Adams. What's up, Tony? Hey, you're doing a good job riding solo today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, keeping things. Great conversation. Anyways, please, no Lamar. I mean, I love the guy. He's still young, but haven't we learned our lesson from Carson Wentz? Well, they're, even, they're different, Tony. I mean, one of them is good and the other is Carson Wentz. Yeah, but, I mean, overpaying and giving out draft picks. I mean, even going back in this regime, Alex Smith and the prior Donovan McNabb, please. I say, how about Sam Howell? <laughs> Thank you. Keep the twenty five. <laughs> let's keep the twenty five percent. You still there? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Okay, let's keep the twenty five percent. Man, let's get a, a Kelsey close tight end. Let's the offensive line. I mean, well, good luck. I mean, the, the O line they're going to address. I think they're going to go heavy in the draft. By the way, I was doing mock drafts last night on one of the simulators. I think I was using PFF, but there's a couple different ones. I I had the silliest draft. I traded back like six times. I got nine linemen in a corner. We got six ones in the future. Just give me a call over there if you need me, Marty Party. Your boy put on a clinic last night. So many linemen. It looked like uh, the senior bowl practice in the end zone, which is the press conference I was having with all my big guards and tackles after the draft. Yeah, they're going to address the O-line. I don't think they're going to go get a tight end. I would probably try to do that, but it doesn't seem like that's in the cards. But no, if you're just jumping in the car here on Grant and Danny, no Danny today, he said, you know, please know Lamar. Nobody thinks they're going and getting Jackson. 
I don't think they're going to get in Jackson. We've kind of stumbled into this idea, though, where there is this pulse that Commanders fans are crazy if they don't think the team should be going and getting him. And my point is, I disagree with that. It's a huge risk based on the last few years to give him what he wants. And on top of that, I am excited about the possibility of the greatest asset in the sport, which is a quarterback who could potentially be productive that costs no money, that costs 0.5% of the cap. And that's actually what Tony was just saying. Let's keep our 25%. Lamar Jackson's number is going to be, I would imagine, in the 24 to 26% range. That's what the highest paid quarterbacks in the sport as a percentage of the salary cap make right now. Uh, if you look at the numbers, got it right here. Aaron Rodgers, 25%. Russell Wilson, 24 Kyler Murray, 23 Deshaun Watson, 23 Mahomes, 22 Sam Howe would be at 0.5%. It's just an unbelievable asset. Now, would I rather have some of those guys making plays for me? Sure. If you can get your Mahomes, great. Go do it. But I don't think Lamar Jackson is on that same level, and to pay more of the cap to him makes life difficult. Let's go to Matt and Stafford on GND. Hey, Matt. Hey, thanks, and thanks to everybody that works on the show. Um, hey, uh, how come as a Steeler fan, I would be I would fear Huntley more than Jackson? I mean, I just can't get past that. Wait, is that like, a real thought? That seems like. That's a wrong take. I know that's when I would be going into a week where they're going to face the Ravens, and I know that Huntley was going to be in there. I was a little bit more worried about what would happen. But uh, that aside, um, it's a league of uh, trends, right? Just like you were saying how valuable it is to have that rookie on the quarterback, uh, quarterback on a rookie deal. You know, Purdy, did Hurts ever get his big contract yet? No. No. So teams love to emulate the new hot thing, and they're going to run with that. No one's really that interested. I really think John Harbaugh hopes somebody bites and gives him two first-rounders, and and he can get his guy this year. Um, I feel like they – So that's my big question, Matty. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Is I I don't think Lamar's going to get what he wants, but I do think there's going to be suitors. The the – Raiders are going to be in, I would imagine, and I would say that the Texans should absolutely be in. If he gets less than he wants, which is my expectation, would the Ravens match at that point? In other words, he wanted something that it doesn't look like is going to be out there, and they could just match the lesser version of what he was asking for. Maybe it's what they were offering him. They could also just take ones and move on. No idea what they would do. But this idea that no one is going to be trying to go after him or this team's all came out and said, oh, we're not on Lamar, I don't believe that. There's going to be suitors. And we already know that the Raiders said they haven't ruled it out. The Texans have not said anything. They're just kind of laying in the weeds. Sometimes teams don't come out and tell you what they're thinking. That's actually the way it should work. They need a quarterback. They're drafting high. They could go with the kid and do what we're talking about and have the really cheap passer. But they could also flip that pick as part of a package to Baltimore if they wanted to and have a former MVP. By the way, Jalen Hurts right now, 0.74% of the salary cap on his rookie deal. 0.74%. 36th among quarterbacks. Brian Hoyer takes up more of the Patriots' salary cap. Trevor Simeon takes up more of the Bears' salary cap. Nick Foles takes up more of the Colts' salary cap. Colt McCoy 
takes up twice the salary cap for the Cardinals that Jalen Hurts takes up right now for the Eagles. That is the ultimate weapon, boys and girls. That's the dream. It's going to change real soon. Real soon. And it'll change a lot. Colt McCoy will no longer be taking up more of the cap. Let me squeeze in our guy Chris in Hyattsville real quick. Chris, final word. What you got? I got some breaking news. Uh, It wouldn't be a day off without some breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. What do we got? uh, Can we get the breaking news sounder if possible? Uh, Let's see if Darius can dig it up here. At least a drum roll or something. I could give you a bell. That's about all I got. Here we go. There it is. Okay. Sources close to the commanders are reporting the commanders have agreed in principle to a three-team trade that would send tackle Deron Payne and defensive end Montez Sweat to Jabba the Hutt in exchange for a bounty hunter Boba Fett, Chewbacca, and a Wookiee to be named later. Jabba is sending Princess Leia back to the Resistance, who is also trading the contract for bounty hunter Boba Fett to the commanders. Landau Calrissian masterminded the trade as an old friend of Hutt and Ron Rivera. An attempt to reach Chewbacca's longtime companion, Han Solo, failed as it was reported he is frozen in carbonite at the time of the report. Back to you, Grant. That's the latest on the big trade. Chris is on the scene. As more develops, he will have it for you. The Ron Payne in the deal with a bunch of Star Wars characters is not how I saw this show ending, but we knew with Danny out something had to break. I'm not yet going to say the curse is broken because we don't know if Danny's going to be back tomorrow. And if he's out the rest of the week, we've still got time here. Normally, he misses and something crazy happens. Maybe that'll be the crazy thing, that there was a Star Wars trade. Thank you, buddy. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to Darius and Ryan for their hard work behind the scenes. We got Caps tickets tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Toby Altizer, who is the youngest, possibly even in charge. We don't know. That's up to him and Linnell to sort out. Has overtime next on Grant and Danny. Thank you for coming. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.